Hey there, folks. This is Tav and Alan, host of Comedy Above the Pub. That's Cat PTUME. The pub is fake. The guests are real, virtual, but real. Why? So we can bring in guests who live on an island. Private island? You'll find out in a moment. Firstly, I have my producer, Darcy Finder. How are you? I'm great, Todd. Do you live on an island? No, sir. Okay. Still in Toronto. All right. Um, our guest here uh, today for you, uh, a wonderful comic, a wonderful roast writer, uh, um, a uh, mover across this great nation, um, a recorder of albums, the whole cabbage, I believe is the name of it. Have I got that right? It's the entire, the entire cabbage, close. the entire cabbage. I fuck up everything like that. Oh, <laughs> Everyone wants it to be the whole cabbage. I nope. realized I should have just called it nope, the whole cabbage. No, nope, the entire cabbage. That was it, it. That scans better. Um, Claire Belfort joins us. Hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Uh, How are you? Uh, I am fine. I am saddened that uh, the the Facebook people know, but you did the Halifax uh, Comedy Festival uh, over mm-hmm. the, the the Halloween weekend, and I assume everything went well. Um, they'll probably have you back. Um, uh, they uh, what do we talk about in this episode? Well, we talk about Halloween. Halloween. We, we talk, talk about bridges, boats, about bri- lots of bridges and boats. Um, moving during COVID. Moving during COVID, mm-hmm. where to pee safely? Yes, <laughs> we have we have an entire list of safe pee areas. Um, we actually <laughs> we actually track some numbers about COVID cases, murder rates. Uh, it's really up to date. This episode, we're really oh yeah, Todd that. was yeah. all over the stats. Yeah, yeah, I was just right in there. Um, and um, hugs, is there? We answer that question. Um, Claire, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It was great yes. to be here. Uh, you will not be a stranger. This has been too long getting you on here. So, like, yeah, it's uh, and, and ever since now we have Zoom. No one has an excuse. All right. <laughs> uh, here we go, folks. You will enjoy this episode uh, because we enjoyed recording it for you. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, here's Claire. Here's Darcy. Here's me. And here's the music that starts the whole damn thing. We've got the stuff going. Now the, here's the juice. Now there's Claire. Hi, Facebook people. Welcome to the show. Uh, Todd here with Darcy. This is Claire Belford all the way from the uh, the the uh, the Maritimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I always forget where – is a PEI? That's where you're staying right I, now? Yeah. Okay. I'm, on, I'm on the island. I'm on an island all the way from an island. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of the few islands that you can drive to. Mm-hmm. It's true. That is one of my favorite bridges, by the way, because halfway through, everything is fine. And suddenly there's a moment of, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I'm so far I'm in the so middle far. of... I'm so far. It's like, yeah. oh. And, th- and that's when your mind is going, if one person swerves. Oh, yeah. One person true. swerves. Because yeah. it's single lane, if I'm not mistaken. Single lane both It lanes. is. Right. That's planning. <laughs> I guess... And there's... They're still ahead. charging us to leave. They're still not... They still yes! haven't paid for it, even. Yeah. That's Right. Uh, yeah, it, it's like the, uh, it, they should have called it the Hotel California. <laughs> yes, a thousand percent. I, I just, so. uh, made a similar reference. My brother was here. Scott was here last That's week. That's right. That was, uh. Last time I was in, on the island, there wasn't a bridge. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not long ago. I right. I was taking the ferry. All boats. <laughs> yeah. The, that ferry, by the way, is pretty awesome. It is nice. I haven't taken it in like 10 years, but. Right. It's that fairies are great. Yeah. We, we went to, <laughs> uh, we, we got taken by surprise by a fairy. Um, and, uh, <laughs> we, we went to Careful. just, uh, for, okay, F E R R Y. Just, you know, while people are hovering over the number sign to hashtag this, I'm just saying we took a fairy. Um, the, uh, we were, we were going to a, um, uh, Montebello in Quebec, and we're getting the directions uh, from Ottawa, and suddenly we take this left turn to get across the river. We go, okay, we assume there's a bridge. Nope, it was a ferry. Just oh. a, a quick little ferry across the river. And I was like, this was the range of emotions I had. What the? Oh, my God. We're taking a ferry. This is awesome. $12. And that was <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> there's a really cute little one uh, when you're going to Cape Breton, or mm-hmm. when you're going to like you, you'll all be, you'll already be in Cape Breton. I think right. it's like to get to the Cabot Trail. It's like a ferry that goes a few feet. I swear. Okay. Um, it's just, I think it's just sort of a make work project. Um, it's kind of like the Island Airport. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that short a ride. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a, 
just like it's like two dollars or something. I swear it's super cheap. Uh huh. I mm. okay. Ever since they built that tunnel underneath to the island the airport Bishop, yeah. in Toronto, um, I now look at the people who are walking onto the ferry and going, "Come on, <laughs> really, honestly." Um, they so, love the sea. Yes. Sea. Yeah. Well, okay. You know, yeah. Some people like the nautical life. I get it. <laughs> they, you know, uh, I will take it wherever I can. Yeah. Are you a fan of boats, Claire? I, uh, yeah. Yes. I guess okay. so. <laughs> Haven't thought about it too much. Haven't right. spent a lot of time on boats, but I you're, would. You're, you're surrounded by water, Claire. I hate to break this to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not a lot of mainland for you to adhere to. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, and I, I always want to take the ferry, mm-hmm. but Islanders are some, I don't know, they've got to them. They don't, they are convinced this bridge is the way to go. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 yes and no. I just, uh, how many accidents per month would you say are on that thing that shut it down? You on would the know. bridge? Yeah, you would know more than anyone. It just seems to me that that's a, that's a, <laughs> I, a statistic that's hidden. Um, I don't know about accidents, but like it does get shut down just for like wind. Sure. <laughs> like I, I was super upset one time I went to Superstore and they didn't have like any produce and they're like, oh yeah, it's too windy. Couldn't get the bridge, couldn't get the truck across the bridge. Right. So dinner's ruined because of gusts. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, um, yeah. But it's funny that you ask that because like there was a period in time when I was trying to get to the island, like, but it was during COVID and the island had like shut everything down. They weren't letting people in. Right. So I do have an alert set, a Google alert for Confederation, the Confederation Bridge, and I get a daily update <laughs> just on the goings on. <laughs> <laughs> is there a sky cam? <laughs> I think there is. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there is a um, uh, there, there's a. I'm sure they're hiding the stats on that, like they are. I was doing some, re- you know the you know the show that's set in Newfoundland with the police dog. Yeah, Hudson and, Hudson, and Rex. Hudson and Rex. Hudson and Rex. Right. There was something aching at me. There was I was watching the show and I couldn't put my finger on it. And I did a quick little Google. And in the past five years, guess how many murders there have been in all of Newfoundland in the past oh, five years? I want to say like ten tops. Ten. Darcy, what's your this is this is a new nine. segment of the show. This is very similar to our other game show, but this is who's killed more. So we're going to put two provinces together. Um, Darcy, what do you nine. think? Nine, nine for me. You nine. think nine? So you're going under? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Fourteen in the last five years. Suck it, Darcy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Meanwhile, this this guy Hudson, you know, and his dog show up, and now there's a murder every week in St. John's. Mm. Every mm-hmm. week. That sounds fishy to me. Hmm. Yeah. You think they're I think you think they're I don't, whacking I, people for ratings? I uh I don't I don't want to tell I, I don't want to speak out of school, but I think they're in cahoots. Mm. That's what I think. What's the murder rate in PEI? Is that something you looked up before you moved? Um I've I think it's like they've had one. Okay. I don't know. It's Ever? <laughs> yeah, uh yeah. <laughs> there was a pretty like salaciousy one that happened but that was even even that was like five years ago but it still gets talked about quite a bit i'm just looking up the pei murder rate right now uh statistics canada um there were a th- stats can stats can ca yeah slash murders slash murders uh <laughs> actually it's slash 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 oh this is violent Ooh. okay um Let's see if they have. Here we go. Violations causing murder. It would be all drunk driving. That's my guess before okay. you say anything. Okay. Um, in 2016, violations including murder, causing murder, zero. Hmm. Attempted murder, zero. No, people aren't even trying. No. They're not even, okay. Well, Se- people would talk. Okay. Sexual offenses. Okay. That will skip over. That's just, that's a high number. Okay. Oh, look at this. Okay. So you thought drunk driving? Mm-hmm. Zero. In 2016. Um, in 2016. Okay. Since you've moved, just a second, 156. <laughs> <laughs> they can't catch me. No. Uh, <laughs> they'll eventually get you. 
Yeah. They all happen on the bridge and then they just. They, <laughs> and then it's actually international waters. And so that doesn't yeah. count. And, yeah. you know, you just get a bunch of guys that are just have their 18th steam whistle going, I'm the captain now. And then that's it. <laughs> um, so how was the move? When was the move? When did you do this? Because uh, not unlike my move to Ottawa, some people went, what? And uh, when you moved to PEI, I think I had the same reaction of like, not that you shouldn't, because PEI is a lovely place. I have been mm. myself, but like, what prompted the move? Um, well, I was living in Toronto uh, with like three roommates mm-hmm. in the pandemic. Right. And oddly, that made it uh, almost kind of more lonely because they, I wasn't like, I was single and they introduced the, the bubble, the 10 person bubble concept. Right. But because I had three roommates who none of us were like particularly like close, mm-hmm. we would, in order to have a bubble, we, we would each get like one person basically that could only, it was just like we, we couldn't even bubble. Right. So, like, I was like, I like I didn't hug friends or anything like I was very lonely Mm -hmm. and then um I started talking a lot uh to like a friend of mine Mm -hmm. that I knew from Halifax but he was living back on PEI and um we'd like flirted in the past when I was there and um then we just started talking like every day and Mm -hmm. Um, now we live together. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's very, it's like, it really worked out. It's very nice, but it, it did seem, it was extremely crazy. And it's like, I, I, I feel self-conscious talking about it because mm-hmm. it's a bold, very bold move, but um, okay. worked out. Well, first of all, PEI is lovely. Secondly, <laughs> screw your roommates if they aren't going to, you know, you know, do anything fun. I will say this though, uh, even now double vax and everything hugging for me is still like, mm. I'm not, I'm not there yet. That's fair. You know, and I don't know where I would be, but like a PEI in particular in the Maritimes as a whole as well, mm-hmm. but especially PEI has really kept this under control yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. And like when I got to PEI, like, Everything was just like, they just lived like normal. Like we, I was sitting in a restaurant in eating wings, like Mm -hmm. in like October, 2020, you know, like it was, I don't know. (laughs) I I just, it's, I've become very desensitized. Like I hug anyone and Mm -hmm. cause it just hasn't really been here in the same way. I suppose. Well, let's look that up. PEI COVID numbers. Maybe that's, maybe that's better than the the death. (laughs) They've increased lately, but um like we've opened more lately because of mm-hmm. the vaccine okay. um yeah um well i hate to break this to you um there was a you you experienced a uh just a mere uh almost a month and a half ago you had a surge of three new cases <laughs> yeah 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 so, and today you had uh zero yeah oh yeah yeah with a seven day Um, average of one so don't get cocky (laughs) you're absolutely right i um do need to check myself but uh look at that toronto hugging privilege look at you just swaggering about (laughs) wings and hugging yeah exactly i (laughs) wings and hugging should be the name of your next album (laughs) it's uh it's extremely low, but I mean, like you have to also consider that the the population of the entire island is like one hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, it's like I originally moved to New Brunswick because PEI still wasn't letting people in. You right. couldn't move there. You could like enter if you lived in the bubble, but um, and New Brunswick, I don't remember exactly what the population of, but like I'm from Edmonton, and mm-hmm. it blew my mind to find out that the population of New Brunswick is less than the population sure. of Edmonton. Yeah. It's wild. You're right. How big is their mall? <laughs> <laughs> like once once you go to the uh, the uh, Forever Twenty One and the Lacenza, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, boy, do I miss that mall? <laughs> <laughs> do you though? Not at all. No. no, no. The club there was fine. Yeah, it's a gun, and that's huh? that's exactly it. No, the club is still in there. Oh yeah. But um, 
We uh, haven't been. <laughs> no, no. Um, every time I was able, every time I, I landed Edmonton, I have been able to get a spot and I do really well. And then I'd never hear from them again. No. Yeah. Well, they're just like hounded. Like sure. uh, club owners in general. Yeah. You're, you're going to have to call them, mm-hmm. I think. But no, like living there, the the club was the only thing I went to the mall for. And like I had like just over the years, like really refined the best way to park and get into the club right. with like going through the fewest turtles of the mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me guess if I can correct, if I can get this right, you go underneath, there's a little, uh, um, uh, it's, 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 there's a parking garage on top. You're parking underneath that. You walk in, you walk by the pub and it's right there. I, that does work, okay. but the best way to go, you park by the water park entrance, um, because that parking lot is less busy. Oh, okay. And then you just have to cross the hallway and you're on Bourbon street. I see. But Bourbon street's so mm-hmm. goddamn busy. Yes. And like that parking area is super busy. Okay. Um, just so Darcy and, and the listener who doesn't know knows, <laughs> Bourbon Street is actually a street inside the mall. <laughs> they they have Busy addresses. Day. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and it's so original. You know, you walk in and it just has that je ne sais quoi New Orleans feel to it. It really, yes, yeah. you know, you know, everyone's walking around in parkas and mittens, you know, just like Nolans. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone's wearing cowboy boots mm-hmm. and cowboy hats. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Burning crude oil <laughs> just in a bucket. You know, that's all they <laughs> I I will say this, like you know the there I saw this there and uh, I I was never so happy to see it. You know the um Toronto is home or the Toronto versus everyone shirts that that they sell yes weirdly i think i know where you're going with this yes with the font um (laughs) the one i saw there and i just went no nothing better uh woman walking towards me i look down i see the font i go oh she's from toronto nope edmonton as fuck (laughs) yeah that one was really big that one was uh i think somebody copied it's supposed to be memphis as fuck or nashville as Mm -hmm. fuck or something but we they had that one for a while that one was really good my favorite one is uh just still in Edmonton. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they should just have a mass production of that shirt where you just like phone them and change the name of the town. <laughs> like three quarters of my graduating class from high school should just have Ananakway yeah. still here. Um <laughs> <laughs> but selling real estate, here's my card. It would be long. It would be, make sure you check me out at Remax. <laughs> would be a lot of that. Um, so uh, so you're living uh, you're living with your, your new beau, Belle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, are they a comic as well? Are you able to say? What are you doing? What, yes, he is a comic as okay. well. Okay. All right. Do we know him? Uh, Dan Hendrickson. Dan Hendrickson. Do you know him? I know the name. Well, let's look up the PEI numbers and see if Dan Hedrickson is in there. Let's just see. What- <laughs> um, yeah, he was in Halifax for like eight years. Mm-hmm. That's where I had met him and knew him from. And then uh, he's only been back here for like okay a year or two. And we're actually moving back to Halifax in December. Okay, because I was because I was going to ask you because I I know Halifax has a bit of a comedy scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have partaken in that, and that's beautiful, as is Newfoundland. Newfoundland has uh, a, a smaller scene, but still for the population, still has a lot of comics in there, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what is PEI scene like? Um, it is, like, pretty small. Okay. Um, and it's, like, it's got to be so tough. Like, the comics here, they basically, like, have to start out and immediately start producing as well, Mm -hmm. like in order to perform, Um, especially like during the pandemic, like, because otherwise you can go to Halifax or whatever pretty easily and spend a week there and do a bunch of shows. But um, yeah. So like, there's like a pretty decent uh, like little pocket of, of new comics that have like the best work ethic I've ever seen because Mm -hmm. they literally have to make everything themselves. Um. But there's a like there's a pretty good number of pros here right now too because like I'm here and Dan's here and then another great comic from he's originally from Ottawa but he was 
uh, like really did most of his comedy in Vancouver is Brad Duran or uh, you went by Brad Dorian. Yep. I know um, Brad Dorian. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's hilarious. He's, he's so good. And Sean Hogan is here as well. Johnny Hogs. Yeah. Yeah. How's so that like, beardo doing? How's that weirdo doing? <laughs> I said beardo, but weirdo's fine. That's, oh, uh, beardo. <laughs> yeah. Both, both, um, are, uh, he's doing both great. are correct. Pardon? Both are correct. <laughs> yeah, no, he's doing great. He just got uh, some big fancy job uh, with the uh, the Writers that. Guild. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. on him. Good on him. But I'm I, like, when, when I heard you were moving to PEI, I went... Okay, because I, w- I I immediately got concerned because I literally had never heard of a thriving PEI comedy scene. So right. I really didn't know how you're how you're going to go. But like, I guess that makes sense is that it becomes very DIY and having to 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 do other productions. So did you did you take that mantle as well? Did you go here and go, I got to start up a night or something? Or like, how did how did you start start going through material no. and stuff like that? I, uh, there is a weekly mic here and I have, I, I don't know. I have, um, my move here was like, it was very much like fleeing here. Like okay. it was, you know, it was a, things were bad where I was mm-hmm. and things weren't any better in Alberta. Right. If anything worse, I mm-hmm. wasn't going back there. Um, I I've always loved the Maritimes, swell, you know, what's that? I think Alberta's doing swell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The pandemic is in your mind. You just yes, have to no, no. pretend when it's I not say, there. When I say they're doing swell, I think their numbers are. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I'm with you on a love of the Maritimes. Oh my, they're the best. Yeah. Like I've always loved it out here. Mm-hmm. And like the beauty of it was that because they kept the numbers down and like remained open in a large way, like this was like the most thriving comedy scene anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like especially. PEI, but because like Nova Scotia and New Brunswick did have some outbreaks and surges and stuff, but like we've been, yeah, I've been performing more than most of the country, I think for sure. Yeah. And I am going to go back and recap this number for those of you who may missed it coming in. The PEI seven day average for COVID is (laughs) one. (laughs) And for all we know, it might be Claire. It might be her turn. (laughs) Oh my God. Like, well, cause I did move to, I initially moved to Moncton mm-hmm. and, uh, was in isolation. I did everything right. Sure. I like, even like driving here, I didn't go into a public bathroom at all. I would like park my U-Haul by the side of the road and pee next to it. Like I was being so, so careful. Mm-hmm. And then like got Why here. Was Moncton the first stop? <laughs> uh, what do you mean? <laughs> Like why would you like? Yeah, you ended up in PI. Okay, that I get. Why, yes, why, Moncton was the why first stop. stop at Moncton. Like, because when I moved, PI wasn't letting people move there. PI had like extremely strict yeah. restrictions about entry, and at the time, the Atlantic Bubble was open. So if you lived in the Atlantic Bubble, you you could enter PEI. Right. Um, so technically, I moved to Moncton, <laughs> to Moncton and then stowed away established, res- yeah, established residence, and then- <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I was in isolation in Moncton for two weeks and I did everything right. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I drove the truck here and Dan met me and I waited in the cab and, and like, he like emptied the truck for me. Like we didn't hug or, right. or even like properly like say hello through like, and then I'm in Moncton day one in isolation and an outbreak happens (laughs) and it was a woman from Ontario that didn't (laughs) isolate properly. And I'm like, there, (laughs) just like a woman from Ontario. You say (laughs) it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The doctors say it it could, it could be caused by pissing beside a U-Haul. Like (laughs) it's a new thing. Do you remember the early days? Like that was my, like, if you have to have a favorite time of the pandemic, I think mine was when you looking back on it, you can go, Jesus Christ. But when you're in the thick of it, when you thought everything could give you COVID, like mm-hmm. the wiping down of a pineapple with a Lysol wipe, like, <laughs> oh the, it, yeah, I remember the day. I remember the, the day, mail, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the day that my roommates and I on all kind of like agreed that the information was, uh, was strong enough that we could stop washing mm-hmm. every single grocery right that's a big day in the house right i uh i now just um i now just wear gloves made out of the wipes 
so that I can <laughs> handle them that way. Um, I also, the, it, I remember the early days of traveling too, because like you thought, oh, well, this can kill you. Um, I remember ha- like having to go. And so I did not, I didn't pee beside the U-Haul. I didn't have one. Um, so I actually went into like an on route, like with the Tim Hortons and stuff like that. And everyone was in a blind panic. Like when you rounded the corner and someone was walking towards you in the bathroom, they would (laughs) back away slowly and hide in a cubicle. And this is before, this is before we even knew it was airborne or anything. This is Mm. like, if you looked in the mirror and said coronavirus five times, you got it. Like it was just, it, it was all that shit. And it just, yeah. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, the halcyon days. Oh. Yeah. I, uh, like, at the start, and just, like, I was just, like, washing my hands so much, mm-hmm. like, that they were just, like, peeling and yes. cracked and uh-huh. painful. Right. And now I'm, like, I go into the grocery store, and I'm, like, eh, I don't even, I'm exactly. not going to bother with the hand sanitizer right now. Not today. No, yeah. I'm fine. Um, Still trying to sniff cilantro through the mask. Oh, yeah. Still trying to do that. And it's, like, is this... Is that parsley? Because I've been fucked by this three times. Is this <laughs> parsley or is this cilantro? Um, but no, I'm with you. Like, like my wife looked at my hands and went, "What is your problem?" And I go, "I don't want to die." Like, I, yeah. I was like, <laughs> it was such a like a huge weight. Like for me, it wasn't even. I was so I have such a I have such a guilty conscience. I was so afraid of potentially catching it and not knowing and spreading it. Yes. <sighs> I was like, it's like anxiety through the roof. Like mm. I couldn't handle it. Do you, do you know why you had that anxiety? Because I'm a good person. Yes, you're a good person. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't. That's, I, I couldn't handle it so much that I moved to Prince Edward Island. Yes, exactly. And by the way, <laughs> you're such a good person just by that description. I don't know who you voted for in the last last election, but I know who you didn't. Yeah. Um, oh boy. When you when you're talking about the work ethic of of like the young PEI comics, um, isn't it weird? Like when you go into sort of when you go into a new scene, and like even like like even in Newfoundland, I was only there for a couple of days, but I saw like enough people kind of rotating from mic to mic, and I sort of saw it. And do, what is your response to it? Like like I'm not sure what your ethic is like, but like. I'm still because Ontario is is slow to open up. We're we're opening up now. And so I'm still trying to get a sense of like what the scene is like in Ottawa because I'm mm. cuz we still is like it's not quite full capacity and uh I was in Toronto for a weekend. I was like, "Okay, who's got open mics?" and no one had one. Like I didn't know it's it's it was like you needed uh, a secret password. And then you would like knock on a door in an alley and then a little slider would come out and you'd go <laughs> bombing and then they'd let you in. And um, like, like what, like, like uh, what is, what is your response to like when you, when you sort of see like the work ethics going on, like where were you kind of like, oh, this is cool. Or like, I got to step up my game or like, like, how was that for you? Uh, out here, it's been like, <sighs> I've gotten respected more in the industry out here Mm -hmm. than I've ever experienced in my career. So like it hasn't really just by virtue of doing it for as long as I have and like having the experience that I have, I am sort of just like put into a tier uh, where I'm like uh, just, I don't, I don't, no one expects that from me Mm -hmm. and I'm sort of able to just kind of like enjoy the work that other people put in right. um, and I'm an asset to their show. So like I uh, it's been pretty great. Like when I first got to Moncton, there's a really nice little club there. I think it might be done now, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but like talking to the owner there, he, he, he had me booked a headline like right away. Mm-hmm. And then I like popped by and was talking to him one day and he was like, and I, he's like, I don't mean to insult you, but like, would you consider, doing a middle spot the next weekend <laughs> i'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not insulting <laughs> but absolutely do that <laughs> that is i love when that happens <laughs> i i absolutely adore is like you know when you're headlining stuff like that, i was like can i get you to mc he's like yes like i'll yeah. do like, whatever like you want to book me two weekends in a row yeah. good gosh how yeah. like full of myself would i have to be how dare you <laughs> yeah 
I I have never been so insulted. Um, (laughs) You don't want to headline me two weekends in a row? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I, it's also like, I also love it when, uh, when they come up and go, the show's going long. Are you okay to do less time? (laughs) Yes. I thought you'd never (laughs) ask. I thought... You would never ask. <laughs> like, if if you want to see me at my happiness, just go, can you do less time? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, like, I ran a weekly for years in Toronto and Edmonton mm-hmm. and, like, would often ask comics that I really liked and respected, like, hey, uh, would you mind going last? I'll give you more time. Mm-hmm. And that now that is I'm getting that a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I have to wait around and do yes. more? Yes. No. Yes. It's kind of like that Zoom show etiquette that got built up. It's like, I got to stay for this. Like, mm. I can't. That's why I was like, you know, for Zoom shows, I don't mind having the lead in. Like, I'll watch 10 comics before my spot. I don't like doing my spot and then waiting for five, six, seven other people to go, okay. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's um, uh, it is nice to have this sort of that feeling. Like I, I, I don't mind hanging out for a show. I, mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I just like watching comedy. Like, oh, and being, me too, like, definitely. And be and being in the room and going, um, hey, that's that. Uh, one of my things I, I love to do, and I and I try to do this for every comic that that goes up. Um, when they get off stage, and it's if nothing else, it's an icebreaker. Just find the one joke or the one turn of phrase that you really enjoyed mm-hmm. and just go, I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, that bit, oh, I love it. Or like even if it's one that I've seen them do, it's just like, I will never not love that joke. I will like mm-hmm. it just it's it's always it's it's part of the etiquette of open mics that I think it gets missed. And I love that. Which was which was your room in Toronto? Comedy on college. Yes, that's right, of course. At uh I, which I did a few times. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, it was at Poor Boy, and then they changed the name to Bureaucracy. There's I one could. in Ottawa, actually. I think. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, it was. It was the name change. I was sitting there going, "What was? What was again?" Because you also ran it with uh, Heather McDonald. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's right. Who is still there? Has not found the love of her life and moved to an island. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's no, why she's still there. Unfortunately. Um, how has your um, uh? We talked about this uh, before on on one of the previous episodes. Um, I finally did my comedy homework. I don't know if you ever have this. Is like where where the industry says, "Oh, this new special's out, and you have to watch it for a myriad reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. Some good, some bad." And I finally got through Chappelle, and I finally got through Bo Burnham. Nice. I've started both of those. Okay. Okay, how <laughs> how far are you into both? Not far. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, like maybe about thirty minutes, right? Of either. Uh huh. I, I think probably I I think I got further into Bo Burnham, mm-hmm. and yeah, like because I took a couple runs at it. It's yep. been out longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I uh, I don't sit down and watch a lot of specials. I like listening to albums more. Sure. I you know like podcasts or albums mm-hmm. or whatever, but. Yeah. Darcy, have you watched either of these two pieces of comedy work? I have not. Okay. Um, Claire, I'm going to assume you cut you uh, because I had to watch Chappelle in kind of two parts because I I watch it like kind of late at night just on my phone. And uh, I miss you, little buddy. And um, (laughs) for the I don't know if we told the Facebook people, my phone's been away all day and I've just been it. It it feels like I woke up in an ice bath and and a kidney's missing. Like it feels like. Um, but I, I watched and I was starting to, you know, starting to feel sleep's pull a little bit. And he goes, let me talk about the LGBTQ community. I was like, okay, I got to be awake for this. Stop, stop. Cause we know where this is going. There's been enough think pieces. Stop. Uh, so there's that. And, uh, I actually, I, uh, I did the same thing with Bo Burnham. I had to stop kind of halfway through, um, what is your opinion on the Bo Burnham that you've seen thus far? I enjoyed it. I thought mm-hmm. it was like when it wasn't funny, it was at least like beautifully shot and mm-hmm. interesting. Yes. I think that's uh, like 
the first time I watched his, I think his first special, it blew my mind. It was so funny. I loved it, but I just, I'm like, I, I don't know. I think we've both changed. I think right. like his yeah. style has kind of changed <laughs> and like my, uh, just sort of tastes and, and understanding of comedy has changed. And so it doesn't blow my mind the same way it did, but like that, it still, it still did at a certain point. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I was, so I find it weird off the top that, um, he, one of his complaints is about the internet you know, and in the consumption and how and how we can consume you effectively, mm. but it is the thing that gave him a career, mm -hmm. right? So it's I kind of I kind of have that kind of uh, flipping through myself, and I and, and you're absolutely right. It's it's when it's not funny, it's poignant, and it is mm -hmm. shot brilliantly. Like visually, it is fantastic. Like it's yeah. it's kind of like the. It's like when you watch, uh, and they, they, they always kind of throw to the Hannah Gadsby Nanette, uh, comparison. Uh, and they Which will, I haven't watched. Right. Okay. So when the, the argument, I'll, I'll cut to the chase for you. First of all, you should watch it, but mm -hmm. it, you will have, I, I know <laughs> you, will, you will have a, well, I'm just a better woman than you are. Um, <laughs> the, the, the thing about Nanette and it's in it, and I would throw it to the same sort of thing of like it, that, that you're finding with Bo Burnham is that when it's not funny and there are many parts where it happens, it is in her case poignant and needs mm. to be listened to, whereas his needs to be seen. Right. Mm. And I think, I think the comparisons are, 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 are pretty tight in that regard because there are very unfunny moments in that. Um, but there's also very funny ones, but mm -hmm. I had this nagging thing through the entire thing. It was the same thing. Have you seen the movie rocket man? Oh yeah. With Jim Carrey. Yeah. No, uh, no, uh, uh, last man in the moon. Um, oh. rocket man, uh, the Elton John movie. Oh okay. no, I have not. Okay. So I saw it on a plane. My wife and I will sometimes, um, uh, when we're on a plane together, we'll go, okay, can we watch this movie together? So like we get it like, so we're not. <laughs> and then you start at the same time. We do. We go three, two, one, bam. You know, like <laughs> that's a, so cute. Dan and I used to do that in the pandemic. We would do that anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, the, and, and then, okay. All bets are off when someone needs to go to the bathroom or order a drink. So like, as like, ah, you're on your own. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, though it was side note, it was fun. Um, there was a long flight we're on and I got done John Wick for the first time when I saw that. And um, she was like, do I watch John Wick? I go, yes, you are not going to like the first 20 minutes. <laughs> I also haven't seen John Wick. Okay. <laughs> um, not to spoil anything, but this movie would show up on the website, Does the Dog Die in the Movie? Oh. Okay. And uh, it was funny watching, like, like I knew the time uh, approximately when it was going to happen. So, like, as she was watching it, I would just go three, two, one, looking at her, and then just watch her watching the movie kind of like this and go <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, but, like, we both watched Rocket Man on the, on, on the movie, uh, on the plane. And it, it ached at me the entire time because, like, I was sitting there going, why didn't I like it? Because it was just, it was shot great, it was directed well, he's got a great voice. And it wasn't until like three days after we landed, I went, oh, fuck, I know why. I hate Elton John. That's why. Oh. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's, and uh, I just find, like, Bo Burnham, get it? His comedy's not for me. Right. But this was a good piece to watch. I uh, Like, it, it sticks with you. It, yeah, especially for what everyone went through, sort of like simultaneously. Like Correct. I thought it was a very good art piece of art to come out of that that it could is. kind of like you could relate to. Right. Like I mean, the only legacy that we're going to have for uh, for Zoom for for the pandemic in terms of art creation for comedy is going to be Chappelle's outdoor comedies, where he eventually got COVID. Um, this piece he did. I didn't know that he did. He I did. didn't. Know he, I didn't know he got it from those outdoor shows. I don't know if that was the case. You know, he could have hugged people at the airport. I don't know. Um, yeah. But um, that and, and like recordings of Zoom shows that are all over Facebook and the internet. Yeah. I think that's. You know, what's crazy? Side note, like mm -hmm. uh, P.I. and well, definitely. Yeah. Prince Edward Island. I can't speak for necessarily New Brunswick or Nova Scotia, but the number they've kept it so low. They've kept the numbers so low that they have literally traced like every case, every oh single God. case. They know where the person got it. 
And then all of those people that would have been in contact with anybody, like they get tested. Like that's how they've managed to keep it low. But it's also like, it's crazy. Right. <laughs> like how? my brother had COVID, my, not Scott, but right. he had COVID. And it was like, where do you, like, he has no idea. He doesn't know. Right. No, no. Like if you're in Toronto or Alberta, if you're in Ontario or Alberta, some parts of Ontario, I think you could. Um, yeah. But, uh, but it would have to be like a dedicated health, um, health services for your town and mm-hmm. a small population. You know, it would yeah. have to be sort of like that microcosm. Like, but wouldn't you feel shitty in the Maritimes when you're just like, okay, we contract contract taste, uh, uh, trace this. <laughs> Steve, you asshole. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> and I genuinely think that that is a big part of why, like a big part as well as, uh, as to why they've kept it so low because people here are so afraid of public shaming because yes. it's a thing. Like, <laughs> have, have you had a public shame yet? <laughs> I, I personally have not had a public shame. Okay. Um, but I'm like afraid of it. Mm-hmm. I feel that fear. Oh, yeah. I yeah, like uh, my, my my folks are in in uh, in Halifax, and they would print all the businesses where cases showed up at in the paper. They couldn't oh. do it in Toronto. Oh yeah, yeah. Here we've right. got all those exposure sightings and stuff. And if you were yeah, anywhere like so, between a certain time, you have to go get tested. Right. Only the shaming they did was like, okay, the the peelers or whatever, you know, outbreak at the strip club. Like, <laughs> right. They would no problem calling them out. But uh-huh. uh, in Toronto, there's just many cases to a yeah, uh, contact trace or even. It let people know where people are getting it. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know? Do you know? Um, in in Toronto, in the early days of trying to contact trace, um, the strip clubs were having problems because uh, all the strip clubs in Toronto were having problems because no one was using their real name. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Okay, so we've got forty three Michael Hunts. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Three Dick Hurts. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> hey, would you blow me? Showed up around ten. <laughs> Lovely. Um, I, uh, I I have to ask you. This is this is this will be preemptive for us. But on 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 the day that this releases, will be the day after Halloween. Okay. And this is in my house. This will be the first Halloween where kids can kind of actually come to the door. Still a little bit far away, but like last year, the numbers were were such, and everyone was terrified that we just put a bucket of candy out out in the driveway and go have at it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that was also the Lysol wipe time, so people were like, mm-hmm. you know, right? Um, <laughs> is Halloween big for you? Is it a big? It it normally is. I do really like like. Uh... I like making costumes. Like my mm-hmm. mom growing up, we were pretty poor <laughs> and she would, she would get us to like, she wanted our re- costume requests by like the start of September. So she could, right. cause there's four of us. So she would like sew us or make something like, and she made the best costumes. We had like the best costumes mm-hmm. of anyone and we never bought a single one. Right. I really like making costumes, but I'm not going to be this year because I'm going to be in Halifax. I'm actually humble brag, but I'm at the, I'm doing the Halifax comedy fest unplugged thing on Friday. Nice. And then Saturday I'm sticking around just to watch the next night of shows. Mm -hmm. So I guess I could get dressed up, but I don't know. Not gonna. (laughs) (laughs) What's, what's the best costume you've, you've, you've ever had. I was Uh, really proud of my costume last year. Go through childhood and then adult. What's your best childhood one? And then what's the best one you do as an adult? Okay. Best childhood one. I think uh, it was like for the first year I was conscious enough to choose my own costume. Mm-hmm. And my mom asked me what I wanted to be. And I said, a uh, hockey player. Okay. And I'm the youngest after, after three boys. Mm-hmm. So my mom was like, hockey player. Like, wouldn't you want to be like a princess or a fairy godmother or something? And I was like, sure. Yeah, whatever. I'll be a fairy, uh, fairy princess godmother hockey player. Mm-hmm. So my mom made that costume for me. <laughs> <laughs> she did such a good job too. It was uh-huh. really, really. My, she, covered, she hit every note. <laughs> my so my my nephew has has the same thing. Her, um, my my brother's mother in law is a really good costume designer, kind of like your mom. Um, and so she does she does the same thing. It's like says to the kids, "Give me the lead time, and we'll do this." And um, the the thing that she got back one Halloween was rainbow bat. <laughs> so she made a rainbow bat. Like all the 
backward, <laughs> you know, black suit, and then just it, it, it's um, as soon as he lifted his arms to fly, fabulous! Like it was amazing. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah, my brother one time, my mom had to make him a truck. Of course, <laughs> he yeah. wanted to be truck. Is this Scott? No, that was Chet. Again, that okay. was also the one that got COVID. Okay. <laughs> Chet, fucking asshole. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Truck costume, um, COVID getting motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> is he a as comic? As an adult, as well? like, pardon? Is he a comic as well? Like, is it, you and Scott are comics. What do the other siblings do? Uh, Chet is um, probably the funniest person I know, but no, he's not a comic. Okay. We it's hate al- him for that. It's always the way, right? It's <laughs> yeah. Al- it's always like that one family member is like, if you think I'm funny on stage, get a load of this guy at Thanksgiving. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Always sucks. Um, but no, for adult costumes, um, I really love a gag. Like, I think my favorite my favorite time dressing up was um, I just went to Valley Village and I bought like, they had this like man's bare chest piece. And nice. I was going to do Hulk Hogan or something. And sure. then I didn't get everything together in time. And I was just kind of like trying to piece it together last minute. So I uh, just wore the chest and then I wore an open Hawaiian shirt over top of it. Mm-hmm. And I had a fake mustache. And then when people asked me uh, what I was, I said, I'm your mom's new boyfriend. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Damn it. <laughs> it oh. was the most fun I've ever had on Halloween, I think, because yeah. it was like it was at Comedy Bar. Yeah, I was killing. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I think uh well this will come out after. Oh no, so we got some people maybe watching on this. Um Ottawa hasn't seen uh my Rorschach. So oh, I'll probably okay. pull that one. Like out. from uh The Watchman? Yeah, from The Watchman. Ooh, that's a good one. Um and here's the thing, and this this is the attention to detail that I have my like my other kind of favorite one. Um I am very much when it comes to like costume stuff like that. I in no other aspect of my life do I have attention to detail. My wife will tell you that repeatedly that there <laughs> are so many balls dropped in the hand from the hands of Van Allen. But when it comes to costumes and shit like that, I am like all in it. And um, the the one year my girlfriend at the time went as. Um, uh, she went as Trinity from The Matrix. The Matrix had, had just come out. So I was like, okay, I think I've got the hair for Agent Smith. Because <laughs> I definitely didn't have it for Neo. So like I could do <laughs> Agent Smith. And so I just, I, I went like, I had the, the video cassette of The Matrix at that point, And I went frame by frame to figure out, okay, so like, what do I need to get? And I went, I went to like three different Walmarts to find the proper tie clip. Like it was mm. that sort of like, I was like, no, not that, not that. Ah, you know, black tie <laughs> suit. I made an earpiece out of a phone cord and a, and a, and a earbud. And we showed up at this Halloween party and uh, she goes in first and I did second. And like, we're just having a lovely time. And these two guys, very stoned, come up to me afterwards <laughs> and go, we saw your girlfriend walk in and we went, oh, wow. You know, Trinity from the Matrix is here. And then you showed up and we panicked and ran. (laughs) (laughs) Todd Van Allen causing bother for stoners for 20 years. (laughs) That's the funny thing about Halloween. Like a friend of like a guy I work with was just telling me that one time he went as like Scarecrow from Batman. Oh, yeah. The new Batman movies. But like a bunch of people at the party he was at had just done mushrooms and like wanted him to leave. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was super proud of my costume last year because um, I was in isolation for two weeks, sure. like leading up to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, well, a great way to use some time would be to make a costume. Although I don't really have a lot of supplies mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm stuck in my house, but I had just moved. So I had a lot of bubble wrap okay. and I made a full suit for me <laughs> myself out of bubble wrap. And then I, I said I was the Atlantic bubble. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, and it just was so funny to walk around in. <laughs> uh, and very protective. Yeah. You know, you can be as clumsy as you like. That's probably good. <laughs> probably good after you have like your eight Keiths, you know, just like, ah, oh, I'm fine. Um, exactly. I did. Okay. So in the, I am like in the, in the same vein of the, I am the fill in the blank. Um, in nine, in my last year of high school, um, this is when, just, just so you know, um, it was at a time when, uh, the concept of safe sex was coming out because of the AIDS crisis. 
Um, so we were paying attention to it and ridiculing it at the same time, right? Right, of because, course, yeah. Because condoms, when you're a teenager, are funny and weird and not as accepting and, yeah, like you would today, right? Mm-hmm. We were kind of the first generation that kind of like – like every generation has had it. And it's always been sort of that embarrassing moment, kind of like in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. They're like, oh, good, my God. And like 80s is like, no, you need those or you'll die. Yeah. You know? So um, the uh, – I, I so what I did is I got a pink T-shirt, a shower cap, white shorts, and I covered myself in saran wrap. And I went as the, here comes the high school mascot name, I went as the GSS Trojan. <laughs> That's dope. I love yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it, was, it was like, um, the, I, I was carried out on the shoulders of my fellow students, but the staff went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and uh, my mom didn't get it. So that was lovely. <laughs> she did not understand in the least. Um I don't mind, like, I like costumes kind of like that. Like, uh, your your mom's new boyfriend, I think, is a perfect one. I just, I hate the ones that are, um, like, when there's no thought to it. Like, a guy gets, like, one of those little um, cereal boxes, like, with the mm-hmm. corn pops, and then they put a plastic knife in it, and that's their costume. Yeah. Yeah. Dan's was kind of that last year. It was my idea. It was my concept. Okay. I was very, I was still very proud of it. Um, but we just, uh, pinned a bunch of steel wool to him Here we and go. he was steely Dan. Beautiful. <laughs> See, you can't fight that. You can't fight that because, um, probably, uh, way better than the actual band. So. <laughs> well, come on. Like come you on. can't, don't say things you can't take back. I, mm, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there was, if there was the ability to hashtag back in the day. I don't think people would be revering the steely Dan outfit as much as they would. <laughs> Um, are you a classic rock person? Is this where yeah, I was going to learn this? I like classic rock a lot. Okay. I like a lot of stuff though. Am I, uh, I, I, I just, I will do anything to avoid listening to the same stuff all the time. I get it. I'll, I'll listen to anything. Which, which thank God you settled into the groove of classic rock, a, <laughs> a style of music that you're never going to hear more than once. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, like, I, I really like hip hop. I like mm-hmm. punk. I, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll try anything on. Uh, I, I think, um, I think classic rock has a setting for me. Like, if you're at a cottage, if I can't, you know, pick the music and, 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 and you know, impress my peers, I'm like, of course, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That's where you put on the Moose FM. <laughs> 91.9, more wattage for your cottage. <laughs> Here's Steely Dan. Um, we had Q104. Q104? Yeah. And when I go home, like around Christmas, be going home for the first time in two mm-hmm. years this year, I turn it on and it's exactly the same. Sure it is. As yeah. Like 30 years ago yep. when I used to live there. This is really so eye opening to me because, sorry. No, that's like the best thing about classic rock is that it's, it is like a time capsule. So it's well, like I had a theory that every classic time. rock station was 97.3. I thought, because yeah. it was, that was what it was it's that that's been the classic rock station in a lot of places I've found. And I'm like, mm-hmm. they do that intentionally so that dads can find it. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love Victor and Darcy, like moving to um, uh, like moving out of his parents' place. Like as he's packing, he just turns off the radio where it's just going like, <laughs> See you like, and then it turns off and then he, you know, goes away and then he comes back for Christmas, turns on the radio, make it love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, totally that. Just paused. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got to take off, Claire. Okay. We got to take off because uh, you got a thing and I got a thing and Darcy is non-committal on any of his plans. So um, this was this was delightful. This, this is, was so delightful. This was, I'm so glad you've been so patient with me. <laughs> oh, okay. So first of all, uh, uh, first of all, there was a scheduling issue on my part. So that became a problem. I think that was the first one. And the then, first one was a family emergency for me. And then the second one, I was violently that's, ill. That's right. So you get, yeah, yeah, yeah. The emergency was someone in the family had COVID and then you got COVID. And yeah, we were, were the one case. <laughs> yeah. Right. And now you're writ large in the PEI paper. Oh, fucking Claire. <laughs> Um, <laughs> woman from Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that should be the Halloween costume. <laughs> Nothing more scarier than Ontario woman coughing into her elbow. You know? 
<laughs> the entire day. How many, by the way, how many hacky fucking COVID costumes are there going to be this year? How many? Where it's just like, you know, it's going to be an anti-vaxxer who has got like, you know, like, like a, like a needle broken over his head or something, or it's just going to be how many, um, you know, Jason Kenny costumes will there be? <laughs> That's be- a good question. I can't wait. I can't wait to see. <laughs> oh, I can wait. I yeah. <laughs> now the worst is that they're going to be a year old because they were made for yes. for Halloween last year and mm. right. all shut down. Right, and they couldn't use them, uh-huh. so they're year old uh-huh. bad jokes. Um, I can't. I can't wait. You can always tell uh, as well who what their political lean is by whether it's a pro or con. Doctor Fauci. You know, <laughs> just oh fuck. Here we go. Um, uh, Claire, uh, so they can see you now at the Halifax Comedy Festival. Yes, if they go back in time when they listen to this, they can when they listen. But if they're watching, they'll be able to see that. uh, True. You're right. And uh, otherwise, if they're listening to it now uh, and just the audio, how was it? Was it great? (laughs) It was so good. I killed. Yes, of course you did. (laughs) Um, Where do people? uh, You also did you record or you're recording an album? I recorded an album and it came out in August. Uh, The entire cabbage is available on all streaming platforms, Mm -hmm. and. it's a good, it's good, I sure. think. It is good. <laughs> oh, thanks, Darcy. I like the album art, too. The album art is amazing. That was an artist named Barry Blankenship. Okay. Very lucky that he did that for us. There uh, there will be links in the show notes to it. Is it on iTunes? It is on iTunes. Okay. So this is where we tell people, if you want to support Claire and other artists that might be talking to you in this Zoom call, I am looking at myself when I say this. Um, <laughs> if you want to really help out Canadian comedy, buy the albums. If you stream them, uh, they get like an eighth of a penny every time you listen. And apparently that's going to get even less in oh, the good. coming days. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be a sixteenth of a penny. So Jeff Bezos can get a new fucking boat. So. Um, Go to iTunes, buy our albums. Uh, Sorry, what is the name of it again? The The Entire Entire Cabbage. Cabbage. Uh, And then uh, Really and Butterflies are both available from me. Where do people find you online? I'm at Claire Belford Mm -hmm. on Twitter. There's no I in Claire. Right. Um, And I'm at Clarble on Instagram. Mm -hmm. That's about the only ones I use. Okay, beautiful. Uh, What's your TikTok? Hmm. You asking for the time? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Wow, you just dad joked me. That was nice. Mm, It's coming up on 7 Atlantic Standard Time here. Um, Darcy, uh, where do people find you? Monty and Darcy on Instagram. Okay. Uh, Claire, thank you for joining us. Hang out for a little bit. We'll take the picture and do the intro, and then we'll go about our merry ways. It will, it okay. will take a very short time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me personally at HeyIt'sTVA on all the social platforms. You can follow uh, this very podcast at CATP Podcast. That's right, folks. Cat P, like I say, go to, I, go to iTunes. While you're in there buying our albums, you know the drill. Find the podcast page. Find Comedy Above the Pub. Five stars. Talk shit about us in the commentary. Five stars. Talk shit about us in the commentary. We will recap all of these uh, in the break uh, in between these seasons. Write them up uh, is coming November 20th in Toronto back at Comedy Bar. I am finalizing the listings. Um, 7 p.m. on that Friday show. You know uh, on that Saturday show. I'm hosting five comics tell jokes all the while roasters are uh, writers are writing roast jokes about it. You've done the writing side, haven't you? Or have you done both? I've done both, You've done but both. I've done more of the writing side. Right. Uh, Which I don't know why you've chosen. I'm not. A, I've not really written anything besides stand up, but I like it. I enjoy right. it. And I don't want you to stop asking I'm, me. I'm protecting you <laughs> um, <laughs> because I don't need you getting flamed by Derek Forgey and going, "Well, that wasn't nice." Um, and uh, then I read out the roast verbatim. Uh, I also have dates coming up in Kingston uh, the week before that, and uh, the week after I will be in Ottawa. All the details uh, for all my shows, live and virtual and otherwise, are at hey, hey it's TVA.com slash calendar. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of uh, Claire, the no longer erstwhile Darcy, and myself, when you listen to Cat P, you're in for a good time. Jimmy, you are always the podcat. Lately, lately, I find I rush. Can't piece together the sun and the sky of the spots on my 